In Georgia Ag and Review for the week of February 21st, we had a report regarding proposed funding cuts. While lawmakers struggle to balance the budget on the Hill, the latest attempt was a proposed amendment to the House continuing resolution that would prohibit USDA from distributing more than $250,000 in farm and conservation program payments, kicking off a lively debate where Georgia Republican Jack Kingston, chairman of the Ag Appropriations Committee, said the issue should be handled during the next Farm Bill discussions. I believe we should put farm subsidies on the table. And that's why in this bill we have included cuts to very popular agriculture programs, rural development, the farm service agencies, and the NRCS. However, there are a number of traditional farm programs that we are going to let the Ag Authorizing Committee deal with because that's where they need to be dealt with. Agriculture Committee Chairman Frank Lucas agreed that now is not the time to be making changes. Making these changes midstream in a five-year farm bill is disruptive to market decisions that producers have made, in some cases, years ago. The amendment failed by a vote of 241 to 185. And with Livestock News, Randall Wiseman had this. Last Friday's USDA cattle on feed report showed cattle on feed numbers were up 6% at the beginning of the month, while a few more placements were made back in January than the average analyst estimates. Shale Shankham, USDA livestock analyst, looks at the numbers from that report. During January, we placed uh, just under 1.9 million head, which was 4% above a year ago. And during January, we marketed uh, just under 1.8 million head, which was about unchanged from a year ago. Uh, the number of cattle on feed on February 1st was almost 11.8 million head, which was about 6% above 2010. Now, most of that increase was from lighter weight cattle, as the big reason for that is, of course, the higher prices, which are encouraging more producers to send cattle into feedlots sooner than normal. And while cash cattle prices this past week averaged right at $110 a hundredweight, Shagum said not everyone in the beef business is really making money right now. At the moment, cow-calf operators are likely making money. Feedlot operators are probably seeing their margin squeezed just because of the relatively high corn prices and the relatively high price of feeder calves. The packers have seen their, their margins diminish. As long as demand and exports stay good, he said we will continue to see cattle prices remain quite strong. As we wrap up for this week, we hear about a vanishing custom from Everett Griner. Yesterday I mentioned the vanishing custom of canning and preserving. Today I want to be a little more specific. Fig preserve. Throughout the southeast, most every rural home had at least one fig tree. It had to be a purple top variety called turkey figs. It was the best to preserve. Well, a good year would produce 40 to 50 pints. Families who had more than one tree would gladly share with those who didn't have a tree. But allowing figs to go to waste... That was sinful. All that has changed, of course. Fig trees are almost a thing of the past. Nobody has the time to pick, cook, and preserve them anymore. It's a fairly simple process, too. Only take sugar and a few mason jars. I guess what I'm saying is it's another change in the rural way of living. The good life of jams and jellies for breakfast is now mostly a memory. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.